Welcome to Mirror Fitness, the official podcast of Great Lakes Stainless, episode 43. This is Paul, Mike, and Trav, and on this episode, we had Brian O'Boyle, who does safety and maintenance here, and uh, you'll find out that he actually has a long history uh, with safety and maintenance. Uh, did a bunch of stuff uh, downstate, was a, was a city safety administrator for the city of Lansing, uh, worked for cleanup crews that did stuff uh, on the East Coast, so quite a lot of experience, and... So, and yeah, he's doing, I mean, he's doing a great job here so far. He got together in the meeting the other day when he was talking about the, um, oh, what was that? that? Yeah, we got our PPE survey, yes. and then he got all the MSDS sheets all, yeah. all so, squared away. So, yeah, no, he's doing a great job. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was really interesting uh, hearing him talk and tell us stories about some of the nastier jobs that they had to do. Um, and do we have any open positions on the website right now? Uh, sure. Yeah, we're looking for welders, fabricators, sure. finishers. We got a crazy month coming up. Yeah, I know estimators are, you know, just estimator underwater, yes. right? Yeah. Estimator, if it's not posted yet, it probably will be soon. Yeah. Oh, looking for an estimator too. Mm-hmm. Right cool. Yep. All right. If you uh, if you like the kind of job where when you succeed, it makes you nervous because you screwed up. <laughs> if you <laughs> If you enjoy to, high blood pressure. If you want to work for Travis. <laughs> if you want to work for me. Yes. Um, do you have uh, do oh. you have a tendency to have need to drink a lot after yeah. work? Uh, uh, Travis, could, he's, a, he's a puppy dog. So estimating could be the right career path for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check out the website, greatlakesstainless.com. While you're there, check out the podcast under the, uh, shit, I should know, news tab. Yep, under the news, news tab. tab. And um, also, if you want to get a hold of us for any reason at all, we'd love to hear from our listeners. Uh, Mirror finish at greatlakesstainless.com. And of course, we're on Facebook and Instagram. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming through the shop. I know you've been posting a bunch of cool stuff. The architectural metals thing is always, always something going on with that. The IG stuff, all the stuff we post on Instagram. Yeah. And I saw those, uh, I'm not sure who they're for, but it's a wicked, like, I don't know, counters or something with solid surface or stone on them with this metal mesh Oh, those doors. are ticketing counters for the Grand Rapids Airport. Okay. Yeah, those are really cool. So all kinds of cool stuff we're doing here. If you like uh, being at a place where there's different stuff going on all the time, always a challenge, check us out. Come on in, too. Just uh, walk in with, uh, if you like an app, if you already got a resume uh, together, bring it in. We'll give you a you know welding test and... If you're not a welder, just uh, we're always looking for finishers. We'll come in and teach you how to do that. Well, come on in. Right. Paul will tell you about his rooster. Yes, the rooster that lays eggs. <laughs> <laughs> it never shuts up. <laughs> yeah. right. The rooster doesn't either. Oh, oh man. Tough room today. Instead of moon, Alice. That's, nobody's going to get that reference. To the moon, Alice? Yeah. I got it. Did you? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like honeymooners? Yeah. What, 50, 60 years ago? Yeah, back when beating your wife was cool. <laughs> yeah, when it was acceptable to hit a woman on TV. <laughs> well, I don't know if you ever did. I think you just threatened to. Well, but I remember uh, even like the first few Bond movies. Like, uh, God, what was it? one of the first ones with Connery? Yeah, but that wasn't in the script. Connery just did. Just did. <laughs> <laughs> Touch your mouth. <clears throat> did you ever see the interview with Connery on Barbara Shut Walters? Your mouth. No. When she asked him because he said something about it's, it's acceptable to slap a woman. What? It's an old interview. Look that one up. Holy crap! Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. No, I remember that. You know, I don't know. It was 
the actress was, you know, the script called for her to freak out and just pow. And I remember watching that, like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Like no, the, look up that interview oh, with Barbara Walters and Sean Connery. It had to have been like early '90s, late '80s, I bet. Oh man, I'm looking that up now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's old school Hollywood, though. I guess. You know what they yeah. did to Judy Garland? I mean, basically, she was a prisoner. They starved her. Oh, really? Yeah. They that. kept her hopped up on pills to get through the shoots. Like, can't gain, can't gain an inch, sweetheart. <laughs> just didn't feed her. She had to eat like once a day, whatever they gave oh, her. Okay, I wish somebody would do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They let me eat whatever I want, and look what's look. happened. Yeah. Yeah. You look great, boss. <laughs> that is a good idea. Uh, what? Yeah, start a start a boot camp, weight loss boot camp, where literally, like, you're a prisoner. That's a great idea. <laughs> isn't that isn't that just Biggest Loser? Isn't that what that is? You may have to edit this, but we're gonna call it the <laughs> weight loss. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> Holy crap! Uh, that's just Biggest Loser, though, isn't it? I remember horror stories. From the biggest Loser? Yeah. Uh, maybe, I don't know. They still do that? Still I, don't know. Know. I don't know if it's still a show or not. And then, like, what was it? 99% of the contestants just gained it all right back. Yeah. Because it's not sustainable. Obviously, no. it's just for entertainment. Yeah. It's all scripted anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, when you said it's, it's a real challenge to lose that much weight because your body will... Your yeah, metabolism, like your body's like, hell no, you don't. Yeah, and your metabolism will slow down. So somebody who's lost yes. all that weight, they'll their metabolism will literally be running at sixty percent of what somebody yeah. else is. Yeah. So yeah, like if you can eat twelve hundred calories uh, or you know two thousand calories in a day and keep a steady weight, they would have to eat you know twelve hundred oh. instead of two thousand, which is I mean not healthy. Uh, I don't know if it's not healthy. It's extremely definitely not very many calories. Yeah, right. So yeah, you got to have some pretty structural lifestyle changes. And even limiting your calories to 2,000 a day is not very much. Yeah. No way. I, know that, that's, I don't know how, because that's been kind of the... the 2,000 calorie a day diet. Yeah, yeah, that's been, was it FDA recommended? I don't remember who, but that's been that way for If you want to believe the government. Decades. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so I, I'm sure that's outdated yeah. information. You know, it's, so. It just depends on the person, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, a lot of it. I mean, we were talking about this the other day. All the health trends and everything like that. And it's like, it, it's not a blanket application. Yeah. Everybody's different. Sometimes yeah. massively so. And so mm-hmm. what may work for one person just won't work for another person. Yeah. Exactly. So that's what... You've got a multi-billion dollar industry, so... Yeah. You know, screw you. Yeah. Buy this latest trend. Mm-hmm. And then when that goes out, then just shut another one down your throat. That's how it works. It's a cycle. All right, that's a good... That's a yeah, happy point to end on. We're all just puppets for industry. Have a nice day. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Go eat, eat your turkey like they told you to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else? That's, I think. That's Wish me luck. I'm running a 5K tomorrow. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Turkey trot? Run the turkey trot. Good for you, man. Yeah. Good luck. I'm probably not going to run the entire thing. Yeah. I might bring a turkey leg with me. Do they do that? Is that a thing they do, or you're just going to do that? I just think of doing it. Just right. bring the turkey leg with me. And Eat it while you're running? Eat it while I'm just walking. Oh, I might see you there, because Grady really, really wants to go do the turkey trot. Sure. Does he really? Mm-hmm. Is he your oldest? No. 
Youngest. Youngest. He'll probably beat me if he wants to run it. Oh, probably. Uh, yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty fast kid. How old is he? Six. Yeah, my, my son's eight. Uh, he runs like the wind. I'm like, how do you do this? Your legs are like two feet tall. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Grady went out with the like the elementary, middle school cross country team, and um, the only ones that didn't beat him out of the woods in a mile hike were like the jun- good junior high runners. Holy cow! Yeah. Nice, good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a future in it. I never, I don't know, I'm just, I'm not built physically or mentally for running. Oh, I'm not at all. I, you know, I, I, I played soccer for a long time and kept pretty fit. And that was fine for me because it's like, it's goal oriented because it's like, well, I'm getting my exercise while I'm, you know, trying to score or trying right. to defend. And I, I need that. I can't, mentally, I, I just, it doesn't work for me to, the goal is not get the best time on this length of run. I just, it doesn't right. work for me. I just, I have no motivation. I have to have like a motivation, like to yeah. score or to defend or whatever, and so that worked for me really well. Um, but of course, now if I tried to play a game of soccer, I'd pull every muscle in my body in like five minutes. Be <laughs> <laughs> lying on the ground, sorry, help me. Uh, no, that's not gonna happen. I hate running. That's why I need to do more of it. Good for you. Yeah, that's awesome. You can overcome that mental hurdle. I don't. I'm not it there sucks. yet. I'm not there. I hate it too. I just even like and like even on a treadmill, I'm like I'm not even. This is even less of uh, motivation. Yeah, treadmill running is one of the worst things in the world. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I have. I think so. I think so. I have to have like a, a phone or a tablet and like turn on Hulu or something. And sure, just something like, to occupy yeah. the, the mind. Uh, yeah, although it is extremely impressive when you one of the most impressive things you'll ever see is a top-level athlete at a full-on sprint on a treadmill. Because yeah. it's like, you know... VO2 tests. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. so, you know at any second, what the slightest misstep, and it's chaos. Yeah. They're going to go flying somewhere. There's going to be bones broken, equipment wrecked. Yeah. So I think it's right on the edge. You watch, and it's like, oh, is he going to... It's, like, it's like the reason people watch NASCAR. Yeah. It's the same reason. Yeah. Just to see the crash. Yeah, probably. I think so. But what else are you going to do while you're drinking Mountain Dew? <laughs> Mountain Dew mixed with raspberry vodka? Yep. Oh, yeah. That's yep. another story. Oh, that was squirt and raspberry vodka. And I don't remember pieces of that story. I have to be filled in by the others that were there. Nice big old chub. Skull Wonka. <laughs> no. Got one bottle for a spitter when you're drinking. Ah. I'm getting no. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Oh, we've all been there. No, no. I don't want to think about it. Uh, All right, here's episode forty-three with Brian O'Doyle. What a twenty-eight is sixty-five pounds. No, thirty-two is seventy. You're an animal, dude. I think I'm freaking animal. I don't know. I felt pretty good with the fifty-two this morning. I was throwing it around pretty easily. Well, I see how your pecs are treating that shirt. So that's right. <laughs> Unfortunately, kettlebells don't do anything for that. That's true. They don't. You have to do a lot of push-ups. Yeah. With bench presses. 
I remember that when I read the that thing and saw the videos that Russian dude was like, yeah, yeah pecs are overrated. You don't need pecs. Yeah. And they showed the one guy, Eugene something. He's like the granddaddy of kettlebells. Yeah. He really didn't have pecs, but his shoulder collar. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. Put a freaking plow on that guy. Yep. Running through a field. Yeah, lats, shoulders, and traps just get huge. So I noticed that just doing, you know, three or four times a week for three weeks and doing like 20 presses a day. Like traps. Yeah. Or, um, I'm sorry. Triceps. Yeah. Triceps. Like, whoa. Yeah. I just, I feel I respond really well to kettlebells. Yeah. But I think because you can do so much with them. Yeah. That's just different than regular dumbbell weights. And uh, to me, it's a lot more efficient because of the multiple muscle groups that you're mm-hmm. working out at the same yeah. time. Oh, yeah. I, just, I like that idea of a really efficient workout. It reminds me more of um, like Olympic lifts. Like what? Like an Olympic type lift. Oh, okay. Where like this morning, I don't know what the combo is called, but you start with a dead clean. So you start with a kettlebell on the floor. Yeah. You clean. Clean it and go to a squat. Yeah. And then press on your way back up and then do a windmill on top of that. Ah, yeah. And so you have explosive movements in there, much like Olympic lifts, like a a clean and jerk or, Mm -hmm. you know. Right. So, yeah. But that's what I want the bigger weights for is for doing that stuff. Yeah, I, like, picked up my 35-pounder just to, like, move it. I'm like, oh, my God. How did I ever swing this around? (laughs) I know, right? And Sue's got her 20-pounder, and I'm like, yeah, that's more my style right now. <laughs> like, maybe check this around and not kill myself. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that'll be my Christmas present to myself, the 70-pound kettlebell. There you go. Here. Last time I bought myself a Christmas present was my guitar. Ah, yeah. I was like, oh, six. Yeah, it's not in yet. I don't know. Oh, I gotta get that sign up. He might be pooping. It's pooping? Might be. Like you did last week? <laughs> what are you doing for Thanksgiving, Paul? We're sticking around here. Uh, Christmas is in Wisconsin this year. Yeah. Next year, Thanksgiving will be in Wisconsin. So we're just sticking around here having uh, um, having my dad and maybe Devin's folks because his mom mm-hmm. is my wife's cousin. Yeah. They had a house fire, an uh, electrical fire during the summer. And uh, it turns out it's like all aluminum wire. Oh, so you gotta like rewire a, everything. It's like a trailer from the 70s. Oh, yeah. You gotta rewire everything. And so, yeah. Hey, I'm seeing you, man. So, Mike's in the bathroom. He's going potty, so. Cool. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I was, just, I was just telling Travis that my wife's cousin is <clears throat> actually, you know, Devin in Cell 7. Got the shaved head. Was taking the trash out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, his, it's his mom. So, he's technically like my second cousin and nephew. Let's see the resemblance. Wait, what was the connection here? <laughs> what was uh, he, his mom is my, his mom and my wife are cousins, first cousins. Oh, okay. So I don't know how that works. If that's second cousin, or there's a once twice removed. You I could mean, marry him by marriage. State of Michigan. I could. Yeah, I think you could, take, you could marry him. Or in Kentucky. Was it, it Kentucky's like not very restrictive on that kind of thing? No. Which I mean, is that a state? State <laughs> control there? That's, I don't know. I think it is. I think that is. It's by yes, state. Yes, it, it is. Yeah. That's bizarre. But anyway, yeah, they had a house fire over the summer, and they still don't have power to their house because they have to rewire the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, right? Anyway, so we're probably going to have them over Thanksgiving. Yeah. So. Not going to do it at their house? No. No. By candlelight? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, some water if you want it. I do, yeah. 
Thank Travis you. says he's a podcast juice. My podcast juice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's juice. It's vodka. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a just a big bottle of vodka. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? Any supplements? Oh, that'd be a messed up workout drink. Vodka and vitamin supplements. Yeah. Throw a little chocolate protein powder. Maybe that's how the Russians do it. It might be. That's how they get, you know. Oh. They're wearing no, it's, uh, deadlifting <laughs> 600 pounds. I think that's anabolic steroids. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That's fair. What are you doing Thanksgiving, Brian? I honestly don't know yet. I'm kind of waiting on the weather. Sure. I'm waiting to see what happens with that. Oh, it's I'm shit. not really into traveling. Yeah. Everything I'm going to do is going to be downstate. You know, okay. So. Is that where your family is? Most of it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I'm kind of. Uh, we're downstate, like Cadillac or Mesa? Oh, no, further. Yeah. Um, Ludington? Closest to here would be. With <laughs> more to the state of. Keep going, Mike. The thumb, maybe. Oh, okay. Or oh, yeah. probably like. I'm thinking about going to Novi, where my father's family is at. Okay. Godmother is down there. You have your kids down there? Uh, I'll bring my kids with me, yeah. Oh, your kids up here? My kids are younger, yeah. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Wow. How many you got? Three. Um, oldest is, my daughter is uh, 19, I think. Mm-hmm. Or she will be. March, I think she'll be 19. Uh, son is... 17, and my youngest son is 11. Just turned 11 in November. Oh, right on. Right. So did you grow up down state? So I did. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so, how, so how long have you been up in this area? Not very long, about nine years now. Okay. I think this past September was nine years. Yeah, we've had a lot of people that have done that. I always like to ask them how they find the differences in the areas and what they like and what they don't like. Yeah. So for you, you know, how do you find this area compared to, you said Novi? Uh, no, well, I went to high school in, in Croswell, which is in the Thumb area. That's where I'm, my mom is okay. right now. She's in Lexington. So um, um, that's where I went. To, I moved all around a lot when I was a kid, I guess. So okay. mostly Detroit area, okay. suburbs of Detroit. Okay. Yeah. So what do you like, like compared to here? What's better about down there? What's worse? Um, comp- this place, it's a completely different world. Sure. Um, I I like the, uh, the the weather's probably the one thing that's kind of the downside. The, okay. the long winter. I mean, yeah. six months of winter is a lot. Yeah. Um, and then you got construction season and su- a couple of weeks of summer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah sometimes what they're well, they're going to be working come spring. They're going to be working right out here, right? They're going to be putting in the center turn line. Are they really? Oh, thank God. I have to turn left out of here, and it'll take almost 10 minutes sometimes to find a gap. Will that help that? It should. Because right now, it's got to be clear both directions. At least it'll give you an option to get 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 over there, (laughs) get a speed up, and then merge. And the people behind you that are waiting to turn right will be able to. They won't have to wait for you. Yeah, I try and get way over to the left so they can turn right, but that's just me. No, I always, don't do I always just turn right and then just. Turn I do too at the grocery store. It's, I see a lot of faster. people do it's that. Literally, I don't even so turn around. It's like two miles longer, but yeah, yeah. It's, 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 if, I go, if I go right, I'm usually not turning around. I'll just take yeah, because I can just take Silver Lake yeah. and loop back on any school or oh, just okay. go all the way yeah. down to South Report. Yeah, yeah. Travis yeah. and I both live south, so I just take a right on 37. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, no, for sure, man. It's. I, I hear, and that's I think what um, a lot of people say is that 
you know, it's great, but for the weather, you know, but less, yeah. less people. Except for in the summer. Yeah. It's super nice in the summer. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I guess I, my only experience downstate was I interned for GM for the summer of 2000. In, in Auburn Hills? Or, uh, or you were at the... I was at the Tech Center in Warren, but I stayed at... Okay, I stayed at, I stayed at Oakland, which is that Auburn Hills? Rochester Hills. Yep. Oakland University? Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I stayed there on the top floor of a dorm with no air conditioning. It sucked. And I'm from Southeast Virginia, and that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dorms are terrible in the bullshit. summer. <laughs> so what so, brought you up to Trevor City? Really? Uh, work, yeah. So my job was eliminated uh, at the city. This is so the. I'm not going to get into economics real bad, but the housing market affects the city budgets. Mm. Several years after, after they go south, after the economy goes bad, so they they're good for a couple of years with taxes and stuff. But once people oh, okay. start ch- changing over their houses and selling their houses and losing their houses and. Oh, Everything, the budgets just shrink up. the property so, tax. Yeah. Time, I see what you're so it was me and 22 oh, police crazy. officers and 12 firefighters, I think, got laid off. And you said the city, which city? Were you city of Lansing. Lansing, okay. Yeah. And what yeah, were you doing there? there? Lived there for about nine years, and um, that I was a safety administrator for the city. Okay. So um, had a nice office. Big windows, floor to ceiling windows overlooking yeah. the Capitol. It was pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. hard to hard to give that up. <laughs> they wanted me to do. Um, they wanted to keep me on and create a position in building inspections. Okay. But an opportunity to come up here came came up, so I was like, "See ya." I'll take the layoff. Thanks. Yeah. Hit the road. So you're right downtown Lansing. Did you ever go to that uh, that restaurant? Been there called Meat. Was that Meat? Yeah. Might not have been there. I don't think so. Yeah. This is this I is moved like, up about nine years ago. This is like five years ago. There's something like not a bad. You were telling me about that. Yeah, right down this, in this, uh, right off Michigan this, Avenue somewhere. Yeah, right off Michigan Avenue. I can't remember what road you turn off of on Michigan Avenue, but it's like right down towards the Lugnut Station Stadium. Yes, that's a great vegan yeah. place, right? There's a good lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of great. Oh, they turned it around. Tiny, yeah, right. it looked like all the buildings were like the like restaurant called E's. So that, that area, right before I moved up there, this goes back 20 years now, that was the, that, that strip there was, uh, it was all strip clubs and bars and hookers oh. and it was, yeah, it was. So they was, ruined it. It was. <laughs> <laughs> well, the lug nuts oh, came they in. They gentrified it. Lug nuts came in, so they built the stadium, and, uh, and it just it gotcha. turned around from yeah. there. Once they got the lug nuts in. And, Wait, and, what, are, what are the lug nuts? Minor league baseball. Oh. And I the guess name. they're like the, uh, the most recognized mascot in the country. Uh, really? Non, non. Like professionally, top like level, top. second yeah. second tier, okay, or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they had a nice it, stadium. Is it a yeah, is it a bear? Or is it? It's a lug nut. Yeah, <laughs> it's a guy with a with a. It's a bolt with a with a lug nut. On Tell top. me, there's two lug nuts. <laughs> no, nope, just the one. God, no, what a waste! Just the one. <laughs> you see the opportunity they missed there? Yeah. A bolt yeah. with two nuts. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, it's a nice that nice stadium. I mean, this is a nice stadium, but that was that is pretty nice down pretty there in that incredible. area of town. Yeah. It seemed like I went down. I was down there for a concert. I was down at the Loft, which is right down right by Lugnut Stadium. Yes. And yep. uh, yeah, we went 
one ate at meat, which, believe it or not, it's pretty much just meat. Yeah, any kind of meat you want. But I just remember they had uh, 40s of PBR in a brown paper bag you could order. Really? Food. Yeah. <laughs> yep, you get a 40 of PBR and they served it in a brown paper bag. Comes they, around. Did it come with suspenders and horn rim glasses? This was kind of before a lot of the hipster movement, was actually. It? Yeah. Um, it really was. Don't get me started. But that that bar it was just nothing but like uh, heavy metal memorabilia in there. Oh, nice! Like, oh, really? Yeah, like Iron Maiden albums and stuff like that up yeah. on the wall. It was it was a really cool yeah. place. The walls were all black. I remember because like everything was painted black in there. Hmm. Yeah, there yeah. the again the so those little side streets that cross over uh, between there and the and the stadium. Um, those used to be all you know mom and pop clothing stores and a yeah. peanut, you know there was a nut shop in there. It's a place that still hand rolls cigars and stuff, oh. and um, yeah, those places I think stayed. But just about everything that was kind of normal shopping kind of went, sh- and and these real trendy bars came in, and yeah. knocked the front walls out and put in roll up doors mm-hmm. and yep. and patio seating, and and it's yep. really cool now. It's really yeah. kind of a happening place. There was a there was a little. Um, uh, just a like a greasy spoon type diner that had been there crazy years and it was popular because all the all the senators or the 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 reps and stuff from the capital would come over and that was where they'd eat so when they closed that place it was a big deal and i was like Mm -hmm. this is a place you get a bacon lettuce and tomato you know i mean there's not really a whole lot of big it's it's your standard greasy spoon menu and it got so much press when it closed. It was funny how. Uh, That's some of the best stuff, though. You know, the, well, you, you weren't there for the atmosphere, right? You know, yeah, just it wasn't. Good food. Uh, yeah, you got a lot of it too. I remember you getting a lot. It was a good, good sized portion. Oh yeah, a lot of your money. That's so, yeah. 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 So uh, you, what did you do um, after you? Right after you came up here, so you were. Safe. Well, I guess back up a minute. What does you said safety administrator? Mm-hmm. What does that involve? So uh, basically, regulatory compliance for everything, oh. everything with the city. So I had to um, uh, I had parks and recreation and forestry. They're one of the few city cities that still have a forestry department. So mm-hmm. they uh, manage trees, and um, this is right around uh, the ash the uh, ash bore oh, yeah. thing. So we lost a lot of lots lot of trees, you know, and and. Lansing kind of prides itself on being a tree. They actually had a term for it. I can't think of what it was, but it was a tree-friendly city or a tree, okay. yeah. something like that. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, they had to wipe wipe out entire parks and stuff sometimes. Oh, um, pretty pretty tragic, but um, a lot of work for those guys. So there was uh, parks recreation. Um, you know, all the uh, the city, uh, the community centers, and things like that. Police and fire. Uh, operations and maintenance, which is your road crew and your, they didn't do road construction, but a lot of road repairs, snow plowing. They still did trash pickup there, mm. which is kind of rare uh, mm. anymore. Wow. Um, yeah, they, they kind of clung to the uh, the old school way of doing things. They, they were still mayor-based, where a lot of your cities are now city manager uh, organized. You know, um, they're a lot more efficient. Might be part of the reason why I got laid off. Um, um, yeah so that but that uh it was um it was cool it was i liked the i liked working there um the crime was starting to get up uh there was a big um there was a lot of uh it was kind of a trendy thing to get 
carjacked while you're pumping your gas. My kids were real young at this time, so like I said, when the opportunity to come up here came up, I was like, getting out. Just like, I'm applying the word trendy to that. It was. I, I can't. I can't describe it another way. It was just. It was like a thing, and you had to be careful. Oh, go to work. Getting gas. You had to lock. Your I did. Car. Crazy. You get gift certificates, like we do two in the town, in Travers. Uh, you get gift certificates. Get Start writing Yelp reviews yeah. for your car jack. <laughs> yeah. Yelp reviews. Car jack. Uh, yeah. One free pass on car jack or something like that. Yeah, this guy was pretty rough. I didn't like him. I felt he was a bit rude. <laughs> He's a bit rude, yeah. yeah. He was kind. He even let me keep my kid before he took my car. Oh, Four stars. Allowed me, to give my, <laughs> allowed me to get my cell phone charger out of the car, the car before he left. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. it was in. Uh, I, I think it's not as bad now, um, but uh, yeah, it was just. A, it was a. T- it's a tough town, you know. I mean, it's a metropolitan uh, urban area, and you just kind of got. I think you got to kind of expect a certain level of that. I yeah. was just. Yeah, I was getting to the age where it was that. too old for me. You know, when I was younger and stuff, I didn't fear it too much. But once my kids were. Uh, you know, I mean, they were still in car seats and stuff. A couple yeah. of them, were, so I was oh, like, ah, "This isn't this isn't where you bring a kid up at," you know. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, but my my youngest, my oldest son, actually started his football career in Grand Ledge, which Grand Ledge is a huge football program, mm. enormous. In fact, I was I'd never seen anything like it. Um, it's the first day of practice. We go and. They their school organizes football all the way down to I think first grade. Whoa! Yeah, so you go out and there's that's how you build pipeline. And there, yes, <laughs> no, it was, and they were they were yeah. their state their state you know competitors every year. And uh, um, the coach that was there had been there for many years and had really you could see his fingerprints on everything. So you, yeah. you'd show up uh, for practice. And you almost couldn't find it. It was like, have you ever been to um, the soccer fields at Keystone when yeah. they have a soccer event yeah, out there? Right. And oh, it's yeah. just chaos. There's yeah. just yeah. it's like that. Only practice. It's every day of the week. Oh It's wow. it's there's there's you know offense defense going at it here. I mean you know in, in a green quad there'd be four separate practices going on. Right. You go past that and kitty corner that is four more. And you go past that, and then you get into the junior high and the high school, the university, the university, and those guys are, you know, they'd have 100 kids on each team. And it's not that big of a, a school district, uh, yeah. but I think everybody played. I think wow. everybody played. And it was just, uh, wow. So that's, kind of, that's kind of like the marching band of Petoskey. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. I didn't really realize that until I went to this, because my kid's in the Traverse City marching band. Well, you know, Petoskey is Petoskey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Decent size, but not mm-hmm. huge. Right. I mean, their marching band was twice the size of yeah. each of the Traverse City. And they had, like, I mean, I looked at them, like, what the, like, these long, what's, like, what's the longest snowmobile trailer? Like, I don't know, 30 feet? I think yeah. enormous. They had, like, four of them. Mm-hmm. They wheeled out these huge, like, constructed drum things, and they were very, very good. Yeah. But it's got to be like that, where, like, I mean, that's the thing that you yeah. do. Yeah. In where you, like... Yeah. They gotta have a massive a percentage of their high school. There's I mean, a plan how many early kids, on. They, even yeah. if they have 500 kids in their high school or 600, 200 plus of them are in the marching band. That's, wow. that's a huge participation yeah. level. Sounds like that's the same for the football. Yeah, is Petoskey, Are they like Alpena? I know Alpena. the The school system is is county county wide there, so they have they're a class A school. 
even though they're still kind of a rural community. Oh, because of, they pull but from they, so yeah, many. They pull from so many. Man, that's, that's nuts because, you know, my high school band had 200 kids, but we had 2,000 total students. And so for Petoskey, you know, to have... Yeah, correct. That's what I'm saying. That's I mean, insane. Their participation levels off the yeah. charts. I mean, we and they were not. I mean, it wasn't just like, hey, everybody throw a thing and go stop around the field. I mean, they were, no, it's, they were very, very good. It's a machine. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so somebody obviously had a plan yeah. to start And some money. Because yes. <laughs> they the obviously Tosky. had a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So what's your son play? What's he march? Uh, he does percussion. Really? Yeah. Is he, is he on field or is he in the pit? He was in the pit this year. He's a freshman. That's so what he's I in did. The pit all, this year. All yep. four years in high school, I was in the pit. That's yep. cool. Kids' school. I mean, I don't know how many they have. I might be totally off, but Tosky's I'm not off on what they have, 200 and some uh, Kids that were in the marching band. I don't know what size it is, but it yeah. like you say, it's definitely not two thousand. So, no, 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 right? Yeah, and even we had with what that's one percent of the student population 10, in the 10%. band. That's ten percent. Okay, yeah, you're the, you're the math minor. <laughs> um, still, and, but he's that, a sales sound like fifty percent to him. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. We, we had two hundred yeah. twenty two thousand. That's that's good odds. That's good odds. I'm in purchasing, so I'm like, can we get that down to 150? <laughs> no, we had we still we had the biggest band in the area. We were, I don't remember the like, class, you know, A, two A, triple A. What was the what was which district? Did oh, I this was in Virginia. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, you're from the state. Yeah, we had the biggest band in the area, and I mean, to the point where we did when we would go to competitions. A lot of times, it was just exhibition because there wasn't other bands big enough to compete. Wow. Yeah, we did. When I was in marching band in high school too, we had over two hundred. Nice. But that was when the high schools were combined. Those central, right? Central. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's just one Traverse City. Yeah, yeah. I remember we went to Grand Lodge thing once, and they, we just kind of blew them away. We were like the. Yeah. We were like, yeah, we did. Oh. We went to Danville, which is South Central, rural Virginia, and yeah, we exhibition, and we <laughs> took up like the whole field, and like, and then the actual competing bands were like 50, 60 kids. Mm-hmm. So that was. That was fun. So, how did you get into um, the whole safety thing? Because you, 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 mm, you kind of question. That, you do that here too. Yep. And then you did that at Sarah Lee, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. So, um, how did I get into it? I guess. Uh, well, I've got. So, my first degree was in criminal justice, and um, I went into private security for a few years and was running the security department for TRW. And I worked real close with a, with uh, two other gentlemen. Uh, one was the manager, safety manager, and one was the environmental manager. And uh, just by nature, I guess of of the uh, of of that of security, safety, and environmental, we all did our jobs. We all did each other's jobs. It was very mm. we were uh, I guess friends. We were good friends and. Um, uh, just had an agreement that hey, you know, when when we're not here, cover for me, you know, or you know, do what you need to do, and let me know. And um, so, uh, doing that for a year or two, uh, I had realized that if I had went, if I went and got a, a safety degree and uh, an environmental degree, or combination of whatever, um, I could be like a real. Uh, you got to kind of remember the. The environment at that time was very. This is uh, 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 Gore was running for president. Mm-hmm. There was the Superfund Act. 
Um, there was a lot of money going back. We were starting to, climate change was just now starting to become a, a term that people were oh, recognizing. Sure. And um, you kind of saw ahead that, like, hey, this I, is going to be a big thing. I thought environment so. was going to be the next big, big industry. Um, so I, I enrolled at Central Michigan University uh, and, and moved in there. And then uh, I think that was the election year. I think Gore ended up losing the election. Okay. I think well, for, for sure. I think I'm, I'm kind of not for sure on the timing, but um, right around that time he lost the election. So uh, very quickly the 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 president that went in kind of dried all that up. wasn't wasn't as much of a uh, environmental uh, advocate. And um, so that's fine. You know, I figured whatever goes around comes around. I ended up with a uh, a degree in. Uh, uh, well, it's kind of funny. It wasn't an environmental degree. I went in there, met with the dean, and he said, we're putting together an environmental degree. So with m- my help, we designed the program. I took all the classes that he recommended. We designed the program. He says, okay, you do this. This is what's going to be the degree. You do this, and, and we'll have it through the pipeline, wherever the red tape is that's involved for that. And that's great. So um, went there in 90, I think I went there in 93. And then 95, I was getting ready to graduate. Uh, a couple days before classes started, I went in, talked to the same dean, and I said, I'm ready uh, to graduate. And he says, uh, yeah, it's not going to be ready. So uh, what you're going to have to do is do this uh, geology class that was only, it was a, it was a summer, uh, I forget what they called it, but it, you went to Arizona for six weeks and, and mapped out strata you oh, know, gotcha. in, in the ground. Cool. And, um, but I was ready to graduate that December, so that would have put off graduation a year and a half for me, because mm, it was only in the summertime, a uh, full year, maybe not a year and a half, full, a full year. And I didn't want to do that. So I, I took my file and I walked across the, uh, the, the quad or whatever to, um, to the Earth Science Building and said, here's, here's what I've got. Can you get me out of here in December? And they said, yeah, you need one class. I needed to take a weather 101 class hmm. and um, so I did that so I wound up with an earth science degree environmental mm-hmm. quote unquote doesn't say it on the diploma but environmental earth science with a minor in safety industrial safety and a minor in hydrogeology hmm. I had all these extra geology classes from the environmental degree that they were going to put together and so I wound up with a double minor so that was that was cool um, and that's kind of how I wound up with with the uh environmental major um but once i got out um i think with my with my resume and my in my classes i was kind of fit for emergency response um this was before 9 11 um before mutual aid agreements between fire departments and things like that so um when there was a big fire or a train derailment or a spill or something like that they would stabilize and then be overwhelmed. They wouldn't know what to do with the mop-up kind of end of it. So that's when they would call my company, which at the time was, uh, I think they were called the, I think it was the IT group, and they were bought by OHM, which you guys have heard of Finley, Ohio, Finley University in Ohio. OHM basically built, OHM was just a community college at the time, and they built, they're like one of the premier environmental schools now. So working with them, they kind of, um, supported classes that brought people into the industry. Well, I was already working for them, so we went and did uh, 
emergency response, you get a call in the middle of the night and say, hey, there's a fire or a, a tank spill or something or whatever. Industrial services, too. They did a lot of uh, uh, hazmat cleaning and things like that. And uh, just went into safety. And, okay. you know, they kept backing up. They kept paying. So, sure. you know, I, I just <laughs> never I never got back to it. And uh, it's funny now because, you know, people see I have an environmental degree and they're like, so what do you think about blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, I can't. This is 20-some years ago. <laughs> no, I can't remember any of it. You know, and, and that that kind of industry it, it moves. I mean, the, with technology and oh, yeah. especially now, um, within the last five ten years, I mean, there's a again, it's coming back around where there's a lot more emphasis on the environment. And, yeah, for sure. And um, you know, the hurricanes and the weird snows and the weird yeah. weathers and stuff. Yeah. And people talking about it more, so it's coming back around. For sure. But um, it's just funny how I get older, I start to notice cyclical things. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think some of that is part of my. Part of my uh, my training and education stuff is, I see things that are that kind of stand out for some reason. I notice um, like patterns and yeah, yeah. cycles and, and differences. And um, I, I always say that like like health and safety is, um, you know, there's a lot of regulatory weird rules and stuff that you have to abide by, and and there's really no company out there that's. Uh, Perfect, you know, OSHA, OSHA is perfect and stuff. But curb appeal is everything. You know, if it looks safe, they'll blow right on by it. You know, regulatory people will just, oh, it looks good, you know. But if it's a dirty, dirty shop and, you know, people's workspaces are just a, you know, Disaster and stuff. They, they. Oh, there's got to be something here. You know, this start, is they'll start mentality. picking apart and really. Yeah, looking. and they'll start. They'll sure. look, look closer. You sure. know, and um, with environmentals the same way. If you, if you want to look for something, you'll find something. I always, I always say, hey, we've got to, we got to test this water sample. And I'm like, for what? You know, there's a billion different water sampling, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. water tests out there. And if you want to look for something, you'll probably find something. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm not sure where I was going with that train of thought, but well, what uh, are some of the? You gotta have some crazy hazmat stories. What are some of the nastiest hmm. spills or whatever that you know accidents? Whatever there's a few out there, yeah. Um, <clears throat> some of the weird ones. There was a there was a train derailment out in the middle of nowhere. I think it was in. I think it was in Ohio or Indiana, something like that. One of those places. <laughs> And it was it was uh, it literally in the middle of a bunch of fields, and there was a creek that kind of was was nearby. And uh, this train had a car, a couple cars jumped the rails, and they flipped over, and they were full of corn. Okay. Well, uh, the fire department came in and stabilized and got the train cars out. You know, I guess maybe the train company or whatever got the train cars out. They left all the corn. Um, the corn sat on the bank of the river and got rained on and fermented okay and the alcohol from the corn rolled off into the river and killed a bunch of fish what? yeah <laughs> yeah so they had to call us in and we had to come in and and clean up and you know basically it's just you take the corn and and then top whatever inches you know you kind of sample down and see where the there's a plume what's underneath it will will be uh they call it a plume where everything kind of filters down in and then mm-hmm. it gets caught yeah in like an underground uh, flow okay. usually it's downhill yeah. you know 
um, and you just kind of tr- follow that to wherever you don't get samples anymore, and then you just kind of scrape it off and hmm. um, goes to landfill, or you know you can sterilize it, which is kind of a weird process. They kind of burn it. They have like oh, an on-site, okay. big on-site conveyor with an oven, and they just scorch it, hmm. and then it comes out the other end, and it's sterile dirt. Hmm. Um, that was kind of a weird one. Um, I think of some of the other weird ones. You mentioned um, Philadelphia. Oh yeah, the Philadelphia job. Um, so we 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 were called to do a uh, to to abandon uh, a tank. They had a, this. It was a tank farm. Is what we call it. And they did chemical blending. Um, the it, the product that they made was called SACI S A C I Severe Atmospheric Corrosion Inhibitor, which was bridge paint. So the paint that goes on. Uh, like the Mackinac Bridge, mm-hmm. uh, probably came from there. And they had a tank. They had all these big 50,000-gallon, 10,000 10, to 50,000-gallon above-ground tanks, which are huge, like small houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one of them, somebody mixed something wrong. You could actually see some of the tanks where this had happened before, where they, some guy came in and hit the wrong button, and they mixed the wrong chemical, and you'd see... Um, there was one that was really tall. It was probably 30 feet tall and, I don't know, 20 feet in diameter, 15 feet in diameter, maybe not quite that big around. But um, it looked like a beer can, like when you when you crush a beer can, mm-hmm. you kind of twist and crush a beer. It looked like that. Okay. So somebody had mixed something inside it that was causing it to implode. It was actually sucking itself into a smaller dimension. Yeah. yeah, it was really, and it was still in use. And Frank, I'm like, man, Frank, how does that work? <laughs> Frank, look at that tank. Did you hit that button? Oh, my God. That's crazy. So we went there for that one, um, and while we were, after we did such a good job, they said, hey, we've got this other job, this other tank, which was an old, from the 1800s, beer, um, uh, what do they call that when they... Is that fermenting, too? That's not fermenting. It's... I, maybe. When, when you make beer, what do you call that? The, uh, oh, shoot, I don't know. It's not fermenting. It's... Wort. What is it? Yeah, you have a fermentation stuff. Man. Is it? Yeah. Maybe that's... Yeah. It was an old tank from that. They used it to... Uh, <clears throat> to... They put these big magnesium ingots in it, and they used it to somehow break the magnesium down, and it would become liquid in, in, in some sort of solution. Oh, God. Well, this one had been abandoned 20 years before, uh, and they'd never done anything with it. So um, we had to go in and chip all this these ingots out, and we wound up with a, a big dumpster full of ingots, uh, which also caught fire during the process. Yeah. Magnesium's Magnesium is very yeah yeah it's it's a it's a flammable material that is extremely hard to put out. And it burns hot hot. Yeah, you use white hot, <laughs> white hot. In fact, we had one, so uh, one of the ingots had fallen out, gotten loose, and hit the pavement, and just sitting there watching it would just burn. It burned straight down, right through the pavement, through the dirt, through the ground, and just kept burning itself until it burned itself out. Um, and, and, this, and the whole time, so this is all going on. You know, this is just one, uh, one day, but um, we were there for a couple of many weeks. I want to say maybe even two months. Um, and I'm, I, they they rented us a, an office trailer, so that was where we'd meet. We'd have our safety meetings, and 
our production meetings and things like that. And um, and I had the very end that faced kind of kind of the fence in the road, and the parking lot was to the side. So I'm sitting there, and one morning I'm, I'm drinking my coffee, and we're kind of just ramping up, and I'm looking out, and there's all these kids right outside my window, and a school bus picks them up, mm. and and I it just it just floored me that uh, this was in it was Marcus Hook, Philadelphia, which was outside of or uh, Pennsylvania, which was outside of Philadelphia, um, and it just floored me that there was all this really really crazy hazardous industry. Um, surrounded by all these dense neighborhoods, oh, you know. I mean, it was yeah, all row. You guys know what row houses oh, are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it's just like a long with with uh-huh. like condo kind of style yeah. entrances, you know, and and it was just all families and and it was and they were right outside the door. I mean, it was we were just That's surrounded scary. within. I mean, not even a block across the street were these row houses. Wow. And so they just surrounded. All this, yes, and they and they had had uh, histories of that. In fact, that was where I learned uh, about mutual. I mentioned mutual aid agreements before. That was where I learned about them. Uh, the state had forced them, or the city, whatever the community was, forced them to to start a, for, a, a mutual aid agreement uh, amongst all this, these industries. Sunoco was in there. They did they did gasoline uh, blending and refining, and um, there was some other that right in this area on the street. So they made them each, each company, buy a piece of fire equipment. So one would have a pumper truck, one would have a ladder truck, oh. one would have uh, the the foam. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I can't remember the call, but a foam truck. You know, yep. like they have the airports. Yep. I've seen those. Yeah. Um, one would have an ambulance. One would, you know. So and and so when something would happen, they'd call each other. Oh, all right. With that makes sense. You know, and they would supplement or support the yeah. the local fire department. And um, yeah, that was they, they were pretty pretty far advanced when it came to that that sort of stuff. But again, I mean, the the those industries. I mean, it's one of the, some of the oldest some of the oldest areas in the country. Yeah, mm-hmm, for sure. So that the you know you go in and and there'd just be bare wires and oh. and steam pipes. I mean, you know, you'd have steam these steam pipes running right next to you, and they're you know two hundred and twelve degrees. <laughs> You yeah. know, if you if you touch them, you you yeah. get burned. And, I, and you know, and I did that. I was like, hey, what's the? Yeah. You know, what's kidding? this? Yeah, right there, you, unprotected. Yeah. No, no, nothing like that. And it was just very strange. No. Very strange. But I like the East Coast. I like Philadelphia. Was if you have a chance to visit, definitely go there. Mm-hmm. Incredible amounts of really. culture and museums sure. and um, great restaurants uh probably first time i think i ever had sushi was there mm. and it was at some place that everybody talked about and had a reputation these guys knew about it and they were all, we were all from out of state um and they had known about it from whatever i know it had a reputation um sushi's not my thing never was uh but i had it there first time yeah I was like, okay mm. so that's that yeah i know i know a lot of people that like i ain't trying that that sounds, you know, just give me good old meat and potatoes, and then they try it, and they're like, oh, this is good. It's like, yep. I did like the wasabi. I was very, I was, I was like, I put this, on, I like to put this on all kinds of different yeah. stuff. I've it's heard that. Like I've heard that pretty much like real wasabi is actually really expensive, and so it's unlikely that any of us have ever had had real, real wasabi. Really, and the Possibly. stuff that we have is essentially green colored horseradish. I gotta, I gotta yeah. imagine that like. 
If you go to like Red Ginger, that's probably I real. would bet. Yeah, so. place like that. Yeah, you're dropping fifteen bucks a plate. Right. <laughs> Damn well better. better. But, the, but the green stuff and the little uh, plastic <laughs> thing I buy at the end cap no, at, at yeah. a family fair down there. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. probably it's just savage. It's still delicious. I love yeah, it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you also mentioned something about the Willow Run Airport. There was a job out there. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, GM or Ford. Ford actually, uh, back during World War II, built um, B-26 bombers out there. Mm. And they had built a facility, a manufacturing facility that was a mile long. Um, so the, the parts, the materials would come in one end of the building and a, a, a completed B-26 yeah. bomber would come out the other end. And there was the parts of the building were still there. Um, the airport that they had built was still there. Um, the, it was kind of cool cause we'd come across these like, um, cement three walled, really heavy duty buildings, you know, in the weeds, you know, trees growing up around them and mm. just lost to, to time. Sure. And, uh, you'd go inside and there'd be, you know, chunks of lead, um, piles of lead from, this is where they tested the machine guns oh. before they put them on the plane. And, uh, yeah, you'd find, uh, aircraft aluminum you know, just random places. Yeah. Uh, it was bizarre. It was, it was, that was a cool job too. Um, we moved over a million cubic yards of PCB, uh, contaminated soil, uh, there. And well, what happened was the reason that we were there was, uh, the manufacturing facilities that had gone on that had continued since, since the war. Um, you know, this is again, prior to any environmental law, they just dumped all their stuff down the drain and it wound up in this little river. Willow, Willow Run River, maybe? Drawing a blank. Um, which that dumped, dumped into Bell, Belleville. It's the lake down there. Yeah. St. Clair? My buddy used to live on the lake. Um, Bell, it's by Ypsilanti. Yep. Yeah. Is it Belleville? Yeah, Belleville's right by Epsilani. There's a lake there. I can't yeah. remember what the name of that lake is. Yeah. They dump right in the lake. Dumps right in the lake. Yeah. yeah. So we so we built uh, a couple of weirs and some some structures there to to kind of start preventing it, and then uh, and then basically drove sheet piling right down the whole river for a couple of miles, and and dredged up two foot of silt and stuff off the bottom. Um, well, we pumped pumped half the river over the over the wall. Mm, dredged, scraped it out, uh, and then you know moved all this to a. We built a a, a, a landfill <coughs> cell, HDP line landfill, uh, and then when we finished that half of the river, we pumped the water from the other side back, and uh, and then did the same thing, and um, yeah, that was a couple of years worth of progress there or uh, oh, wow. project there. Wow. Um, big job, yeah. We'd find. Um, so one of the, uh, well, you ever seen a blue racer snake? Yeah. yeah. So we found one of those. It was a seven feet long. Holy crap. A seven foot long snake in Michigan. Holy crap. guy holy. held it up like this and it touched the ground. And I was like, what? That's, yeah. That's really big. It was. It was about oh, that big around. Holy cow. In Michigan. In I used Michigan. to see them wow. when I lived out in Kingsley, when I used yeah. to run like the side roads out there. Oh, yeah, the PCs. See the blue racers out sunning themselves. And yeah, they were huge, man. They were really big. We, we found a... Yeah, found right. a snapping turtle. When they brought it to me, it was in a, they had in a 55, they had cut the top of a 55-gallon drum off and put it in there and, and then we're driving around showing everybody. 
and that thing took up the whole bottom of that 55 oh, yards. Yeah. His shell was yeah, about this big around. Oh, yeah. In Michigan, I was like, this is prehistoric. It's crazy. I'll take this <laughs> Looking at a dinosaur, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And they're mean, boy. Those snapping yeah. turtles are just yeah, yeah. hissing Have you seen and the, uh, stinky. And there's like the regular snapping turtles, and then there's, what is it, the alligator? Yeah, alligator That looks turtles. like something out of, I don't know, like a comic book. Yeah. It's got like like crazy, like serrated ridges on its shell. Uh, so that's what this was, yeah. yeah real oh, real kind of like little pyramids kind of yeah. like thing all over yeah, it. Yeah, those things are... Kind of a long nose. Yeah, they do kind of have a, yeah, have a long, long nose. pointed nose. Yeah, yeah. Big long tail. Yeah. yeah those things, and yeah. those, I think, get a lot bigger than the regular snapping turtles. And Yeah, you don't want to... You'll, you'll freaking lose a finger. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least. Lose your whole fest. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Um, now, you also said you lived out west, too, a little bit, right? Um, I did live in California when yeah. I was I was very young. I was uh, seven, I think, six, seven, oh, like okay. that. Quite young. So what what yeah, took you guys out there? Uh, my mom uh, worked for a hotel company and was a manager, and they wanted her to run the one in, on Fisherman's Wharf, oh, wow. which was cool. Very, very, very fond memories of California. Very, very cool place. Um, it very... It's unique because you can, uh, you could, you, on the right days, you could go skiing in the morning and then drive uh-huh. and mm-hmm. be on the beach in yeah. an hour, you know, or an hour and a half or something like that without any problem. I remember Scott saying that. Mm-hmm. He, he used to work here and he lives in Lodi. Okay. He used to say, yeah, you go one direction, hour and a half, and you're skiing, and you go the other direction. You could do that in Salt Lake even, you know. When you get into the mm. spring, you could golf the same day that you skied. Oh, cool. You know, you just drive up to yeah. the mountains and ski, and then you can drive yeah. down in the valley, and it was, you know, 60 degrees yeah. and golf. That's Salt Lake's cool. another, that's another weird town. It's a cool town, man. I yeah. liked it. I lived there for um, a few people, years. I went to, uh, actually went to Jim Harbaugh's inaugural game was at Utah. You oh, heard, They played wow. Utah for the first game of his of his career, and I had to I just happened to be doing a job out there and went. And, uh, you know, it's college game day, parking is a nightmare yeah. and I didn't know the f- area so I ended up parking like a mile away and mm-hmm. walked in it was beautiful it was nice nice weather is that Utah University then, or, or University of Utah U- University yeah University, University of, Utah, of Utah yes yeah I used to yeah. live up pretty close to that campus I lived up in the Avenue just for a while okay yeah yeah, yeah. lived up in the Avenue beautiful yeah getting the getting the, the stadium and the view was just like oh, yeah we're looking the whole city right beautiful there. man wow you still lived up in the where the avenues, it's called. Oh, it's just area. part of the town that, yeah, it's just you had Avenue A, Avenue B, okay. Avenue C, and then First Street, Second Street, Third Street. Oh, yeah, so that's right. Because Salt Lake is laid out yeah. like really. It's every, very grid. Every it's every very city grid. in Utah pretty much is like it's an older that. Oh, okay. too. Mm-hmm. Older, older. Um, super nice people. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, I'd have my Michigan gear on walking in, and there every every few feet it seemed like, hey, is everybody treating you all right? You all right? You having a good time? Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Like asking me to, if if everything's okay with their city. Oh, yeah. It's like, hmm, okay. Dude, try doing that in Philadelphia. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or Detroit, something like that. Like, and that's the thing. I was like, I'm from Detroit. You know, you guys aren't <laughs> supposed to come up to me like this. And right. Unannounced and I, just start I, talking. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was, I, guess. I, was, uh, <laughs> I was born in D.C., so I'm a Washington Redskins fan. And I've been to games in Detroit, in Green Bay. Uh, where else? But yeah, it's like Detroit. It was brutal. I mean, I got yeah. like 
waiting for my ex-wife in front of the bathroom. <coughs> That's at Fort Field. Three guys came up to me just inches from my face screaming. And I'm just like, guys, you know, it's just a game. What the hell? And uh, But in Green Bay... Uh, it didn't matter. People were it's the, the nicest town. It's I've too ever cold been. to be mean and green. That's right. Crazy. Yeah, everybody was super cool. It's that cold. You eat a steady yeah. diet of cheese. <laughs> yeah, you're not mean. No, cheese and beer. Yeah, keep get that angry or your dicker won't make it. Line, line of clothes. Brats and cheese. That's what I know about. Yeah, it's everybody's constipated. You get mad. You get mad. Your left arm's gonna go numb. Yes, right. They were super cool. You know. Actually, it was interesting. We went to a game. Or it was Green Bay versus Detroit, and my wife's family was from Wisconsin. And so we, uh, we threw on Green Bay jerseys, whatever. And I was actually surprised. They were really nice. Because, uh, like, the first time I went to a game, you know, with my Redskins stuff, they were. And that's not even a real rival to the Lions. It's just, you know, they don't. Mm-hmm. Not even the same conference. They don't, you know, but the Packers and the Lions, I was expecting some yeah. real shit. And, no. Everybody was super cool. You know, and we weren't dicks either. You know, like the Lions scored, and we'd be like, "All right, good play, yeah. clap for it." And people were like, "Thanks mm-hmm. for clapping." You know, and it's like, "Yeah, if you're not rude, they're probably not going to be rude to you." Yeah, Utah was Utah was extremely friendly. That's cool. But for I'll, I'll, I'll say this before we move on: for every one of those people that came up to me and were super friendly, there was another one. So after the game, we go out and have a couple pops at the local pub. Uh. For every one of those that I met, there was one that was, you know, had a face tattoo and <laughs> piercings everywhere and yeah. just, I mean, they're, like, everybody there is, like, at either end of the spectrum oh, and there's really that, ex- like, nothing yeah, in between. Yeah, it really is. Because I played in the band out there and we played, you know, original metal and it was like, there was a really good metal scene in Utah yeah. and Salt Lake. That's interesting. Really good. You yeah. didn't think that. Yeah. But it's because of the Mormon upbringing. Uh, yeah, that's what I've heard. Is people, a lot of scene? a lot of real reject and yeah. rebel. Oh, so is, it, is it people like rebelling yeah. against? Exactly. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna go to the other side, you get a face tattoo and go all the go way to the metal clubs. You know. Well, it, there's a lot of draw for the skiing too, and the oh, in the mountain biking there. Um, so a lot of uh, your diehard, you know, people that just gotta just here to hit the slopes, you know, and they're traveling, sure. kind of, yeah. kind of traveling. Yeah. I don't know, finding themselves, whatever. You know, a lot there's a lot of people that so kind went, of pass through town. We went to a bar by the stadium. I'm trying to think of the closest bar. There's the Urban Lounge is pretty close. Might have been called the I Fat bar Squirrel. Hopped. I, I went to a Might have been called the Fat Squirrel before that. I kept trying to find a a, a, a full well, you want to call it a a fully locked and loaded beer. There seemed to be a lot of um it seemed like all the beer I could buy it was like three quarter beer or something. It's like three point two percent, three point two. Something like they just that. changed yeah. that actually. To, to you could have a normal yes. full content. Yeah, but alcohol. I never got that because I couldn't see like Budweiser making like a special beer just for Utah. Yeah, it was weird. Well, even like the the you know they had breweries and stuff there, but it was all I was like I don't know. It was strange. I, I was like, well, the next one's got to have. <laughs> We uh, it was like us trying to buy first time we went to Canada, oh, trying right. to buy beer at like gas stations and stuff. Oh no, you gotta go to the beer store, eh? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. they go. Yeah, you go to. Yeah, they yeah, they have like beer stores. 
dedicated beer stores. Or so at least they did at the time. Yeah. I don't know. But so they don't sell beer at the gas stations. You can only get it at. Yeah, there's no party. There's no uh, party store type. See that was setup, liquor stores. You got to go to a whatever the sponsored mm-hmm. state spot, not state, yeah. but well, that, yeah. sponsored. And Utah for liquor, that's what you had to do. You yes. had to go to a state liquor store. And that's how it was in yeah. Virginia. They were called the ABC stores, Alcohol Beverage Commission. So yeah, that was the only place you could get liquor. It was not sold in grocery stores or anywhere else. Yeah, you could get beer. Yes. At, like you could get beer at 7-Eleven and yes. Lake. Yeah, but, that was the same in Virginia, but liquor, yeah. no. These exactly. stores only. Yep. And the freaking security at these places, it was like... Fort Knox, man. Yeah. I mean, they had bulletproof glass, and because that was like it's the only place you could get like You know what else was strange about Utah? I don't know why we're on this subject, but the the Salt Lake was a letdown, disappointing. Oh, yeah. It's not great at all. I was like, man. I'm gonna, I, you know. <laughs> so every year, I try to, I try to see how many lakes I can swim in around Michigan. Uh, you know, sure. just kind of a thing. Yeah, and. I was out there. I was like, I'm going to go swim. I'm going to go take a swim. Yeah, yeah. And, and everybody everybody I told that to said, no, you're not. No. You're not doing that. Yeah. And then when I saw it, I was like. Is it dirty or something? Or what's the. Um, it's it's kind of, um, how would you describe it? Kind of it's brackish. Kind of, oh, very. The only thing that lives in it are brine shrimp. Okay. Sea monkeys are the only thing that yeah. lives in it. Okay. Um, yeah, I wouldn't swim. And it stinks on hot days. It's it even smells. It yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was it was kind of off putting. I was like, yeah. "Wow, this is it gets so." I don't know. I, I was thinking something completely different. I, I'm used to the lakes, maybe yeah. you know, and that's it, and the pristine and the beauty and stuff like that. And you get there, and there's like there wasn't even any boats out on the okay. water. No, you know? no. Like drive out to Antelope Island, drive out to that dust hole, and <laughs> see some antelope and some bison. Yeah, you know, there's. Antelope and bison living on an island in the middle of a lake? Oh, uh, yeah. Yep, there's a causeway you can drive out there. Okay. So, um, just, do they, but they're not there 100% of the time, are they? Mm-hmm. Really? It's a pretty good sized island. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh, that's interesting. Now, I heard that it's also really shallow. That, yep, like, it's, it's not very deep at all. No. Like 10 feet or something? I can't remember what the deepest point um, is. It is shallow. Okay. Uh, you're right. It is pretty I, shallow. I didn't think of that until, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I know my buddy moved out here. Actually, no, my buddy that grew up out there. He grew up in Provo. Actually, he came out to Lake Michigan for a chartered fishing trip through like a plumbing supply house that he dealt with. And he's like, "Dude, this is like the ocean out here." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, these are big no, lakes." Yeah. <laughs> he's right. It's, yeah. it's, it's you know essentially. Yeah. For, yeah. From the perspective of a person, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. can't see across. Can't see, see the other side of it. Yeah, he's like, you can't see the other side. No. We couldn't see land anywhere. No. I'm like, no, that's it's right. It's yeah. a big ass lake, dude. <laughs> and you can drink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can swim it's in it. Fresh. Yeah, you're fine. You're not gonna, you know, your fingers aren't gonna fall off or anything like that. Yeah. So no, that's freaking beautiful up here. No, the Great Salt Lake is not that impressive. You should start a uh, go ahead and change that org. Start a petition to get the, the okay name. Salt Lake. Yeah, the okay Salt Lake. Like mediocre Salt Lake or yeah. whatever. Not so great, like. So what kinds of stuff do you like to do then? Get outdoors? Uh, I like to as much as possible. Um, I'm actually kind of in between hobbies right now. I need okay. something to... Spark the interest? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm uh, maybe outgrowing the snowmobiles or something. I'm not sure. sure. I, I just don't um, like being cold. I think that's why I don't like snowmobiling. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can break a sweat doing it. Sure. Um, but it's you know it's expensive and, and I never sweated more in my life when I was snowmobiling. Yeah, trying to haul that thing out of the lake. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. I mean, I was soaked. It looked like I got a shower. My hair was wet. Not, a, I mean, just drenched. 
Yeah. You went through the ice then? Mm-hmm. That would have been fun. How deep more, was it? More like slush than ice, but... Yeah. How deep was the water right there? Oh, well, I was up to about my thighs when I stepped in. Uh, so it was just the track and the seat that were in there, because uh, I realized my folly. Uh, I, I realized my folly, and I'm like, this is stupid. I'm out, there's plenty of ice on the lake. But I go in, and I'm zipping around, and there's a little channel. Uh, between um, another I'm like and as I'm you know I'm not current some sort of current ca- there's currents I'm like the worst, yeah you can have solid freezing over. lake you know it's and I'm zipping in going kind of fast and I'm like oh no what am I doing just don't stop just don't, <laughs> just stop. don't stop and so I thought again but it's all snow so you can't tell exactly where the shore is I'm in another lake pretty well so I didn't quite make it all the way that's terrifying to me that's like a worst nightmare yeah, uh, water's strange. I, I we've had uh, I'll go right out by Kalkaska there, and we were it was with a group of friends, and the guy in front of me, I must have been the second sled back or something. The guy in front of me comes up to a creek, and see, you know, it was kind of a weird layout. You couldn't see it until you were like right on top of it. So he hammers it and gets almost all the way across, and then catches his one ski on the ice shelf. He actually oh, got across the open yeah, water it, and caught on that ice shelf and stopped him dead and ramp, went right oh, underwater. So he's in like this. So I stop on the bank and I'm looking down at him. And I'm like, oh man, this is trouble. So <laughs> he's going to need help. So I go to step off my sled and I'm up on the bank. Mm-hmm. I step off my sled and get, I, I'm, you know, there's a little ledge there. I step off the ledge and I went up to here in snow. Oh. I was I was parked on a bush. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so the, the footprint of the sled held it up on, on the branches in the yeah. snow, yeah. but my foot was just like, yeah. and I just went oh, right down into it. Oh, now. I bet at first before you hit oh, I was like, okay, I'm not And getting out was, I was like, yeah. oh, it was like in water, oh, yeah. you know, I was like, how do I get out of here? If you get a snowmobile buried in some deep snow... That's a lot of work. Oh, it was a lot of work. Yeah. Backbreaking work. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then the panic, the chaos, just where everybody's like, ah, yeah. he's drowning. I'm lost. You know, yeah. Yeah, I can't where do we go? Anymore. How do we get out of here? What do you know? Oh, everybody move. That's terrifying. Yeah, that was fun. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so uh, I'm I'm looking for uh, I'm, I don't know I for something else right now. Looking for something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm uh, I don't know. You want to buy a guitar? Um, no. <laughs> I'm selling my strat. I literally have not had one hit on Craigslist. No? I'm starting to wonder if I accidentally, like, blocked the Craigslist email domain. You wait, know, I had a lot of trouble with that when we were selling our boat. Like, oh, really? Guys, like, I answered email, and he's like, oh, man. I, I was like, how do you email you, like, eight times? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Oh, and then the other thing was um, my wife was flagging them in a way that she would check them because they were going to a shared email account that we have. Mm-hmm. So she was reading them, but then she was flagging them, but I didn't, I was just looking for unread emails, so they were dropping oh. them faster and I could even get them. Gotcha. But I don't know what's going on with that. I've been new to just once at this point. I haven't had it on there that long, but well, at least two or three weeks. Not one hit. Check your spam folder. Yeah. That's where they all end up for me. And, okay. and you know, then you lose a bunch of people that are looking to buy it because it's yeah. five days later. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot, report. sorry. You still like, interested? Sorry. Let me know. Right. I'm just trying to load that thing. I just haven't played it in a long time. So, 
Yeah, we'll find Good luck with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah, Craigslist, I don't know. I've had on and off relationships with Craigslist. Sometimes like, freaking great, man. I never thought I'd be able to find this or get rid of this. And other times it's just like, people are dicks. You know what people are, uh, friends of mine, so I got a card I'm trying to get unload right now. Um, people are saying the only way, the only thing to use now is, is the Facebook. Facebook, Facebook marketplace. marketplace, yeah. They're saying yeah. that's it. Yeah. Only, don't even bother with Craigslist anymore. I'll have to, because I got off Facebook. I'll have to get my wife to put it on there. Just, well, Facebook is, it's a huge app. I mean, it eats up half a phone. Yeah. A lot, too. You know, it's like eight, eight bytes or eight bit megabytes or something eight, like that. I mean, it's a huge. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I it's huge. Pay attention to how much it is. The biggest app I ever downloaded was a, a Disney toothbrushing app for the kids. <laughs> I think I got that you same app. About? Yes, because it's I got do. little movies and animations oh, in it. Oh my god! You're like, oh, what the? Yeah, it's big. like 250 megs. Yes. And yes. it came up and was there. like, make sure you're connected to Wi-Fi and your battery's at a certain level. I'm like, what the hell is this? And but what it does, teeth. yeah, what it does is um, it has like a, a picture that's, I don't know, it's like covered in bubbles, and then when the kid starts brushing. You start the timer, and like every thirty seconds, a quarter of the picture is revealed. Oh music. yeah, yeah, it's the it's music the same that goes with it. And it worked great for a while. The kids had to do it. But what was the name of it? I'm gonna try that. You're weird. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't even have kids. I just want that. I just, I'll, I'll text you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what Amanda would think you're there brushing your teeth, and it's like do 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 do. She would say Elsa. It's like what are you doing? She'd judge me real hard. Oh yeah, I'm judging you right now. Yeah, honey, what are you doing? Pluto's about to come out. Yeah. It's <laughs> not white. Be quiet. We're <laughs> quiet. This is the goofy part. <laughs> cool, man. Thanks for coming on. Kind of as we're wrapping up. What do oh, you, this is uh, fun. Yeah. Fun talking with you guys. Yeah. Maybe I mean, a little better. We try to tell cool. people that, you know, of course people want to know what the, kind of what the gist is. And I tell them it's just, it's like a bonfire without the beer. It's just, just bullshitting for an hour and just have a conversation. You guys haven't been drinking? <laughs> I told you that's a yeah. podcast. Yeah, but I knew it. Your podcast juice. And, it is. Uh, it is kind of like Friday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We. Um, it's five o'clock somewhere. We will have to do one out somewhere. Do an episode from somewhere, someone's house, or I don't know how how much a bar would appreciate us recording there, but. Uh, oh, I bet you they. They'd probably dig it. Any kind you think? of. Think. Yeah, as long as you mentioned them. And sure, it, that's you know, like free advertising. Yeah. yeah, for both our listeners. Yeah. We'll just tell them it's live. Oh, just man. wait for the people to go in. Yeah, it was a live broadcast. There you go. Good idea. And just say, well, we're recording it live. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. broadcast in a couple of weeks. Everybody's into podcasts now. I'm sure yeah. they'd understand if you say uh, yeah. local podcast for here. I actually, I just heard the statistic. Guess how many current active podcasts there are right now? I just saw that too. It's oh, ridiculous, man. I bet it's, it's like 700,000. Oh my gosh. 700,000. That's how much. So yes. everybody has one? Yeah. And every, that's, every third person in the. <laughs> that's, we got in, active. I'm sure. We got I mean, in the ground floor. We got floor in the ground first probably 450,000, 500,000, I bet. <laughs> so we're not I like. Think, uh, I think it was around 350,000 when we started. Completely. That's which was bad. April of 18. So April of 20, we've been doing it for two years. But that's just active. If you count all the ones that people have just not kept up on, it's in the, the millions and millions. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, it's, and I don't know that it's really hit peak yet. I don't think it has either. There's still a lot of people that you know? 
uh, terrestrial radio, you know, NPR, my neighbor's an NPR fanatic, and I'm like, you've got to try podcasting. You, yeah. Well, anybody anybody that prefers kind of uh, a talk radio over, you know, it will will find something that yeah. will really interest them. And, what, I mean, the advantage is you can get it. Oh, no, you didn't lock that, did you? Lock what? The padlock? Oh. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, you can do like yeah, bolt cutters. We can take care of there you go. Oh yeah, we're, we're a metal shop. We can get that. Uh, uh, all else fails, you know, put an M80 right in there, mm-hmm. light it up. Is it a master lock? I don't know. We got the key for it. Um, yeah. But you can do long form stuff. You can do real deep dives. Like what's that one? Hardcore history. Yeah, hardcore history. Like, I actually you know, listen to that. It's an awesome, one, pretty man. good one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, each episode's hours, and then it's a bunch of. Yeah, Wrath of the Cons, man. You know. It was like 40 hours of, of Genghis Khan wow. along yeah. those. It was insane. Really? Yeah. I mean, as wow. long as That's you... A deep dive. And what a great resource. You know, as long as you pay attention to the source. Because mm-hmm. obviously anybody can do it. But Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> well, you know what... <laughs> they let chumps like us do it. <laughs> you know what the... So, the, I don't know if this is new. It's new to me. Um, I'm discovering that they're like the old radio programs. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like the Shadow and the... Yeah. They're coming back around. Not the originals. They're making new ones. Oh, cool. so like Marvel has, yeah. uh, a, you know, a couple out with their their here. You know, and it's and it's storytelling with sound effects and yeah. the whole thing. But it's oh, yeah. yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah, I listen to a couple of uh, well, the one big one is called No Sleep. It's a horror fiction podcast. Okay, God, it's good. And they got some really good creepy stories in there. Yeah. But so yeah, that's that's a good one. And then um yeah, and they do all the sound effects. It's it's a full production, voice actors, yeah. sound effects, everything. Yeah. Cycles. Goes around coming. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. All right, man, thanks for coming on. Cool. Good time. Appreciate nice. it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. I'll definitely try to have you back at some point. Yeah. And uh I gotta go see what Dean's probably I'm surprised I haven't heard from Dean. <laughs> Did you guys tell him I was in here? No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no. Yeah, he'll be fine. Right. You send him to me. <laughs> Alright. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. <coughs> uh, you can close it for now. God, I gotta get rid of this cough. My son's got it, too. <clears throat> Dean said his doctor told him to be. He got the same thing. He, said, he says, yeah, it'll take about a month to fully go away. Really? Yeah. I even went to the doctor, and she's like, it's probably viral, but because you have immunosuppressed, I'm going to give you a course of antibiotics. So she gave me a Z-Pack, mm-hmm. and I went through that. No change. Didn't do anything. Really? No. Hemorrhoids cleared up, though, so that's a plus. Antibiotics will do that? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know what it was. Actually, like, right when the cough set on, I had this gut virus for, like, a week. Oh, clean me out, but... Really? Yeah, I don't know. Hemorrhoids went away. This is gross. Still use a lot of... Uh, <laughs> Still using a lot of hand sanitizer? I'm not. Maybe I should. Or is that causing? I think it causes it. Hand sanitizer. How do you use your hand sanitizer? You use it on your hands. (laughs) 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 Squirt some on the toilet paper. (laughs) 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 Yep. Sometimes you have to cleanse with fire, Paul. That's right. Oh, did you see the new wellness trend? The what? There's a new wellness trend going around. Right to ask. Is it like going to Paul Trill's website? Yeah. Goop? No. Uh, it probably is. But what makes it the best is the picture associated with the article. The trend is perineal sunning. Yeah. <laughs> that had to start with a meme because I saw a meme about that like six months ago. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it started as a joke and some freaking hippies 
They're like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. That's how I get rid of my cancer is, you know, tanning my taint. Yep. Uh, yeah. <coughs> Hey, Paul, you passed me a Hawaiian traffic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on a hand sanitizer. (laughs) Excuse me. No, my My hands are full. Can you put it on for me? (laughs) (laughs) No, I won't. I I thought that was fake because I saw that that somebody, you know, that they were doing that. I'm like, that's got to be fake. I hope that's uh, not real. I'm sure. You know what? I hope it is real. I hope we do have that kind of weirdness out there. Oh, you know we do. You got to go to Sedona. Spend some yes, time there. Sedona. Yep. I've heard that is that is it, man. Like I got crystal uh, healing, all that stuff. I got three new turquoise rings and a necklace. Mm-hmm. Get your chakra centered. Yep. You know, get get your horoscope while you're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Get my palm red. Yeah. It's been a long time, but I've been to Sedona. Have you? Yeah. It's a beautiful area. Oh, that's right here. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a really nice spiritual vortex there. There is. Yes, the spiritual vortex. I've heard what, about that. what if you drank sound-infused kombucha in Sedona? Is that like, do you like achieve the next level of consciousness? Speaking of that, my brother uh, has been making his own kombucha. And so okay. he asked me if I wanted a starter. And so man and I are like, yeah, we'll try it. Sure. I'm going to sound-infuse it. <laughs> With I, metal? Um, I don't know. I thought about... I thought about sound infusing it with uh, a soundtrack of just uh, mewing kittens. <laughs> oh, man. And then what are you going to call it? I can't, <laughs> I can't say that. I can't say it. Mm-hmm. Well, oh. well, Mike, you'll be getting my notice soon because I'm about to be rich. Oh, oh. Kitten juice? Yeah, kitten juice. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> so that was my one idea, but yeah, oh. I thought about trying to sound infuse him just to see what happens. Oh, I'm dying! Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what else to. Maybe I don't know. Well, I mean, you just you could split it up, but you just got to make sure you. Really good sound isolation because you don't want to cross contaminate if you're going. No, for, you don't have you know you're like you're a little bit. Yeah, of, yeah you can't have a little bit of car horn mixed in with your some Romstein mixed in with your kittens. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, almost sugar. German German industrial music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The sound of flamethrowers and wrenches falling. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, you could, uh, you know. I mean, you, get, you, you, know, you could do the kittens, and you could do a rooster. You could do the rooster, yeah. Do a rooster. Yep. You could have the full, uh, you know, the full... The full spectrum. Product, full we'll spectrum product line. Yeah, full, full spectrum. spectrum. I have a rooster that crows freaking nonstop. Bring the mic over. Do you really? He, you said you have a rooster. Yeah. Is he annoying everybody yet? Uh, so far, my dad says he, he can hear him, but only when he's outside. So he's he's not... It's actually he's right outside my daughter's window, and she's never complained about it. No. So, but freaking, I mean, in the middle of the night, I'll go up, I'll get up to let the dogs go out to piss, and he's in the freaking coop crowing. Like, what is your problem? A beautiful bird, though. It's like like black and green, like black feathers with like a green tint. Yeah. Pretty good fighter. Huh? Oh no, that's not what he's. That's not what he's raising him for. No. Oh. So, uh, no, we're getting eggs from him, though. Just started last week. Not from week. the rooster. 
from the rooster. Yeah. Tell me it's okay, not hold on. Pause the, pause the podcast. Yeah. We got some things to explain to man, Paul. He, uh, man, it's a bitch getting away from him. But, uh, <laughs> no, he's got three hands on a rooster. Yeah, there's nothing like, like uh, fresh eggs. Uh, delicious. Oh. Farm fresh eggs. So, so rooster eggs with your with your <laughs> with my uh, sound infused sound infused yeah. These are rooster yeah. eggs. They're really hard to get. Actually, there was uh, Shelby was telling me that she come over um, from Wisconsin a couple weeks or last week. She passed a truck, and it was a place that sold eggs, and I don't know. It was like Tom's butt nuggets. That's what it was called. <laughs> Uh, wow! Like, well done, sir. That's, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, relatively accurate. Yeah, good luck at my wife to buy them. <laughs> eggs for bachelors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're not eggs, butt nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> you get it? Yeah, you get it. I'm good for that guy. Uh,